Gentlemen and ladies, hello and welcome to the 48th episode of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of... Opinions. Opinions. With you today, once again, is Adam and Matthew. Hey. Uh, Matthew, how was meeting Kyle yesterday? Oh, man, Kyle was great, dude. Yeah, he's pretty awesome, isn't he? Oh, well, I mean, I've known Kyle for a while, um, through social media (laughs) and through you. And I've had some interactions, you know, online with him, and he's always been fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like, probably the number one fan of the show. Maybe definitely a contender for Mm -hmm. first place. Um, But yeah, I got to meet him face to face, man. And uh, dude, Kyle's fucking hilarious. He's a cool guy, man. It's cool because he's funny, but he's Mm -hmm. also super smart. Oh, yeah, he's smart. So you kind of get both of those. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't know when he's fucking with you. And yeah, it's a good time. We had a, we had a blast, me and Kyle. Yeah, he's. Uh, I, re- I listened back to your guys' podcast. <laughs> What'd you think, man? Oh, it was great. I thought you guys were awesome together. Yeah, yeah. thank you. But uh, anyway, so uh, good. I'm glad glad you liked Kyle. You guys will be seeing more of him. You know, hopefully we'll have you know the Three Men podcast and you know get him on hey. there someday. He is uh, welcome at my table any day. <laughs> <laughs> so we. Uh, it's been kind of a long day. We uh, finished uh, shooting the footage for the second update. Oh, today man, we did, guys. We shot for uh, for a moment. We, we sh- shot pretty much all day long. Pretty much all day, yeah. What'd it was you say? good, it was, though. We, it was a solid couple of hours, for sure. We got some good footage out of it, though. Um, oh, man. I'm not sure what Adam's going to do with it all yet. Um, in case any of you guys have never, like, shot any kind of footage before <laughs> for any kind of media project, um, you shoot probably four to ten times as much footage as you're actually going to use. Yeah. Um, so, like, probably 80 or more percent of everything you shoot, you never even see in the final product. Yep. Um, <laughs> and Adam has quite the smorgasbord of uh, good takes to pick from here. I sure do. I'm excited to go through it. And... I'm excited and... It does. It's a little heartbreaking to see when like certain moments don't make it in, mm-hmm. but secretly me and Adam get to see all the footage. It's um, true. So yeah, it's it always it's not too bad. It's always so funny when you're editing because you always get because when you're shooting, you know, you'll always have these <laughs> shots and everything where you're like, oh, this was great. You know, this was the one. This is the one we're gonna put in there. We're gonna use this for this. Yeah. And then when you actually get to the point of editing, especially when you do the stuff like what we do here you know you kind of have you kind of like start a theme and then once you start a theme there's a feeling you have to stick to yeah you have to stick to it and then you find that there are jokes that were super funny when you were making them in the moment and maybe watching them just at face value they are but they just don't fit into the flow flow. of the scene yeah and I think a lot of times too because the shooting isn't all done in one day um, at least in our case. Yeah. I, I'm sure in many cases it is. But in our Although case. Although our first update uh, was. The first update, <laughs> first update was, was. That was one continuous shoot for the whole thing. But um, this one, oh, excuse me. This one we shot over, what, two or three days? I think it took us two days I to think, do this one. I think uh, cumulatively three days. it was like four days, actually. Four days, actually. Because I think we did three days for the one, initial two, shots. Three. And then today we did all of the. That's right. Yeah. We did the extra. Okay. So it was four, <laughs> four consecutive days yeah. split up. Um, so there's a lot that goes into that, man. And you forget like the next day, you Mm -hmm. kind of forget 
the highlight moments of the day before. Yeah. So every day gets its own sort of mood to it. Mm -hmm. And then as the editor, you have to mush all those moods together exactly. into a big one. Um, but it's it's intense because Adam still has to live in his room, guys. <laughs> and so there's like three things that have been going on for the last week. There's Adam living in his room. Mm -hmm. There's the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then there's also been we have to move everything around to turn the set for <laughs> for the update. Yeah. So it's constantly just, okay, shoot for a couple hours. Now make sure you take those clothes off and put them to the side <laughs> because they have to look the same way for the next day because you can't just change your clothes every day, guys. Right. Uh, make sure that you're shaved at the mm -hmm. same, like, the same, the same level, level every yeah. day. You got to, like, shower right before. There's consistencies that you have to stick to. Continuity. Yeah, so, yeah, otherwise it looks really goofy. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know, it's things that I never thought about that I can only imagine if it's like that on our level. Right. I can only imagine what it's like on an actual like Hollywood movie set, like Oof. fucking Titanic or something, dude. Um, it gets crazy. Super intense, nonstop. Well, the way that they're able to manage them on those big sets, and I think – I think I I mentioned this um, off mic at one point, but like I was talking about, if you have two separate departments, like an, the art department and the grip and electric department, yeah, you know, and if there's a chair in the middle on set and it's in the way, but the chair belongs to the art department, right? The grip and electric team are not allowed to touch. You can't that just chair. move the chair to the side. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to call somebody from that department. Things to come like get that it. help. It's almost kind of like the military in its own little way. Yeah. In in, in the organization essence of it. Yeah. There's a chain of command and there is certain departments. And... Well, and the reason why it's able to work that way too is because in Los Angeles or in California in general, it's a union state. So they're able oh. to unionize these departments. So there's different umbrella corporations that like have their different testing systems to get into right. it and get certified. And then once you're in it, you know, it's... It's just it's all it's all those different departments and companies working together, you know, but they're working together, but apart. <laughs> yep. Yep. <clears throat> separate, but equal. No, that's not the right way. To use that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Anyways. Moral of the story, guys. Uh, we have officially finished shooting mm -hmm. the update. Just editing it. Uh, is in the editing process, folks. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting. It's coming to you soon. Should have it before the first. <clears throat> So uh, a quick uh, update on something we've talked about a couple times on here is sure. the Jesse Smollett, Smollett, oh boy. Smollett situation. Sm Smollett? I I've actually whatever. never looked up how it's pronounced. It's our show. We can call it whatever we <laughs> want. We all want. know what we're talking about. <laughs> and so I so. So what's new in this? I haven't I haven't read about it. You were telling me you had something ready. Yeah. So for for those who don't know, you guys should know at this point. This is the guy who you know hoaxed the attack supposedly on him and it was the supposed racially, to go to court. The yeah. racial attack. The guy, yeah. yeah, the the gay black guy from uh, the show Empire. Empire. And so it would, the case was completely just like they dropped all charges, right? Right. So I guess it started with the Chicago police were upset with them dropping the charges on Jesse. Right. So they were planning on protests and they took to Twitter first to be like, Hey, like this is wrong. This is, you know, you're making a mockery of the Ch Chicago yeah. the police department. Clearly. You know? Okay. And I guess that got the attention of Trump 
Daddy T? Daddy T. Oh, no. So Trump also tweeted something in regards to getting the FBI involved to re-examine this investigation to the Jesse Smollett case. So, but the... But then there's gray areas with that, too, because in order for the FBI to even be able to investigate it, there has to be a federal law that's broken, right. you know, not just a state law. Right. They're not so, his personal guard. Yeah. They so, can't just go investigate what he tells them to investigate. Exactly. Right? Or can they? Uh, well, I don't know. There's talks about I don't know. They said they were asking one of the uh, – because they also want to get the Department of Justice involved also, I DOJ? believe. Yeah, the DOJ. Ooh. And and I guess in order they, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Journalists. Journalists were yeah. trying to ask questions to. It was either members in the FBI or members in the DOJ about investigating this case further, and they were making a comment. And usually, when somebody says no comment, that means there's something. That means they going got tons on. of comments that yeah. they can't say. Exactly. That's what that means. Uh oh. So. All right, so you don't think we've seen the end of this? I don't think we've seen the end of it. Uh, and Ooh. they actually, because we talked about last time about double jeopardy, right? So can they take them back to right. court and everything? For, for the, something? You can't accuse someone of the same crime they've been acquitted of. Right, or you can't put them through trial again for the same crime. Right. But uh, so, but you but, can change the wording a little. Well, you can change the wording, but <laughs> I was reading up and I didn't actually know this. The case actually never went to trial. At all. It was literally just the case was dropped. Oh, then they can reopen yeah, they the just, case. Yeah, exactly. They, they can just, totally reopen they it. They just dropped them of old charges. Uh-oh. Better yeah. watch out. So there's so there's uh, there's controversy now in regards to like the lawyer, too, that was representing Smollett being like in cahoots with somebody else or taking bribes or doing something like that. But this article was going through the different, you know, between the lying loopholes that they could possibly find to say, hey, this is a federal case that we need to open and investigate. Right. But as far as like them going to be actually be able to do any of that kind of stuff, I have no idea what's going to happen. But man, it's, well, it's interesting that it's reached that level. But I mean, at one point, it seems like it's petty, you know, to get involved in something for like the president to get involved with something like that. But then on the other hand, it's like, can you let somebody get away with doing something like that? So look, I don't – I think that we might be going a little bit overboard with the amount of justice we are seeking for this situation. (laughs) Yes. And I think that the reason that it might be going a little overboard is because the particular topic that this situation is about, Mm -hmm. uh, racial tension, is super, super – duper chic right now it's like the number one top issue that and um immigration Mm -hmm. right those are like the two biggest issues in the country right so where the actual crime what was really actually done Mm -hmm. the actions of this man were he hired two guys to kick his ass and then went and told the police that they kicked his ass Mm mm-hmm is ultimately the actual actions that happened. Yeah. Okay, that's really it. So the only person who was really hurt in any way, shape, or form right. was the perpetrator uh-huh. who tried to say he was the victim. Right. Okay. So honestly, if you take the fact, if he wouldn't have said they were white, mm-hmm. if you took the racial part completely out of all of this and he just went to the police and said, two guys kicked my ass, that's it. and he lied about that. 
no one would give any shits at all. That's really, honestly, not a very big deal. True. Who cares? If you want to hire some, everyone gets off in different ways. Who cares what you hire people to do? Right. The only thing that people are even, what makes all of this even an issue at all Mm -hmm. is that he tried to accuse a different race of doing it. He brought the race card into it, right? right? So who are we to pick and choose that if we're super into the issue that someone is brought to trial for, Mm -hmm. they get grilled way harder than if the same thing would have happened 10 years ago when we didn't care so much about these issues, his actions would have gone totally unnoticed. Mm -hmm. He really didn't do anything that terrible. You know what I mean? So that's all it is, is I worry that as time goes on, Mm -hmm. if different things become a really big issue, you know, let's say that we're running out of centipedes on Earth mm-hmm. and everyone gets really into centipedes, mm-hmm. the, the insects, you know, <laughs> and then someone steps on a centipede. Right. Like, are we going to crucify the guy Do because it's about the issue that's so dear to us at the moment? Right. The judicial system is still the same either way. Look at the actual actions he did and judge him on those. Right. Does he deserve to go to prison for multiple years for this? In my opinion, that's mm-hmm. a little bit harsh for right. what was actually done. What, what do you think? Well, I'm not. I'm not saying so. So, like, I agree with you on the on the sense of like, I don't think he should go to prison for years and years and years for this. Mm-hmm. But I I do not like the idea <laughs> that we live in a country where you can create, you can put on such a hoax. And then have it not even go to court, you know? It's like it would have been right. it would have been one thing if it went to court and he was found not guilty and then people were in an uproar about it, right? At that point I'd be like, Okay, well, like it went through the court system, let bygones be bygones at this point. But the fact that it happened and something's going on behind the scenes where charges were just dropped against him. And I think it's more so that it's just a guy that hoaxed an attack. It's the fact that a celebrity hoaxed an attack. Absolutely. And it's giving this precedence of, oh, well, as long as you're rich and you're famous and you're popular and you have the money, then you can get out of anything. I and agree. If, if you let extent. something like that just go by the wayside and just let it happen, well, you've now set the standard now, like officially. Right. But again, so I totally see where you're coming from on this, mm-hmm. that as a person who is a celebrity or anyone who is has a very big name for themselves and a following. Uh-huh. There's a certain responsibility that comes with that mm-hmm. because you are setting standards for society. Right. Right. I, I get that. But in no way, shape, or form do I personally believe or do I think that the law is written that if you have a higher following or name for yourself, you should be more openly attacked than other people in the same situation. Right. So, for instance... It didn't really come out exactly how I was trying there. But if I kick someone's door down and uh-huh. steal their tel- their television from their right. living room and uh, Bill Gates mm-hmm. does the same thing or Leonardo DiCaprio, my boy, or someone with a big <laughs> following, you know, right. does the same, kick someone's door down, steals their TV and runs away. Mm-hmm. I know in reality it won't happen, but I think we should get the same amount of time for doing that. Right. We should. If I get a six-month sentence for doing that, so should uh, Bill Gates if he does it. Right. You know, it shouldn't be that. 
because this guy's Jesse Smollett, mm-hmm. that he is he, like the, the law uh, hits him harder <clears throat> than it would anyone else. So I, that's not right. Well, and I so I agree with you. I don't think the law should hit him harder. But it, again, it goes back to the point of the law didn't hit him at all. Right. You know, if this was if this was just a young black man who was you know a nobody and he staged an attack. And the cops found out that this attack, that uh, it could even be a racial attack, right? Uh, you know, supposed racial attack. But if he put on this hoax and got caught for it, you know, and goes to jail or whatnot or gets whatever sentencing for it, then now all of a sudden you have somebody like Jesse Smollett who does it and doesn't get that same kind of thing. But I mean, all he did was lie. All, That's he, really the only rule that he broke. Well, it's uh, true, but and I don't know the exact wording, but it is against uh, the law to to falsify to, a charge, right? Kind exactly. Of thing. I, I get know. that, and that's but, what he should be reprimanded for. But I guess the issue is too is this is such a rare instance, also. So maybe a young black man who's a nobody who makes some racial hoax, uh, attack hoax. Uh, Hate crime, that's what I was looking for. If he uh, fakes a hate crime, mm-hmm. well, you know, we, we don't, we don't, maybe he would have gone off too. Maybe charges would have been dropped against him also. But the problem is, we don't have any previous examples to pull from to say, oh, this is how the, this is how this kind of situation is treated. I just, I, I, I mean, Ultimately, I totally agree. Uh-huh. I do agree that there needs to be some amount of justice in the whole thing mm-hmm. because you can't just give off the example to everyone that it's okay to do this. Right. You know what I mean? But just be careful with how much example you make. Yeah. Put yourself in his shoes as much as possible mm-hmm. and say, what if that was me who had a weird day and fucked up really, really badly? Right. Uh, how much do I deserve to go down for that? Mm-hmm. You know, he's already gotten a huge effect on his following. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably affected his career, you know? So, and also, I would feel a lot differently about all this if it was like he faked his house getting burned down mm-hmm. or he faked someone getting lynched right. or he faked like like an actual irreversible amount of damage. If that was done, then I would say he needs to pay for that. He needs to pay for for hurting someone. Right. But really, he got fucking kicked and punched. <laughs> he got right, his ass yeah. kicked. True. And then he went and he lied about who did it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I get it, people. I'm on your side. Just try to take a step back and uh-huh. remember, like, how badly do we really need to to hit this guy? Well, so then, That's do all I'm you, saying. So, do you think then, with the recent development of charges being dropped against him completely, do you think we should just move on from this, or do you think this is something that we should revisit? I think the healthiest thing for everyone, honestly, would be to move on from it. Yeah. Um, do I think that's that's what's going to happen? Absolutely not. Uh-huh. I think that we will untie the rope. Yeah. You know? so we need to see the end of this just as a society. Uh-huh. It's like you say, we haven't really exactly seen this before. Uh-huh. So, we, no, we need to understand the boundaries and what we're allowed to do and not. Right. So I accept that's what's going to happen, but... I definitely think in this instance, the healthiest thing for society to do is say, look, shame on you. Mm-hmm. If you really want to punish him, stop watching his show. Right. 
And let's go to the next one, guys. I just don't think that we nailed it out of the ballpark on this one. This was like a, a two hit run at I feel the most. You. And one thing that does bother <laughs> and one thing that does bother me also is and who knows, maybe maybe Trump's tweet was more so just to give the Chicago police a little more of a, you know, push forward because they do want to protest this, you know, right. ruling, right? Or I guess it's not a ruling. But so maybe maybe that was the whole purpose of it, and maybe that's you know. I think he should probably be like fined. He should get a but, good healthy fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <clears throat> make him do some community service. Right. The, probably the thing that would chap his ass the worst mm-hmm. is to make him take some like uh, cultural appropriation classes. Yeah. Let make him go through one of those <laughs> with you know fifteen white dudes who dropped the n bomb at work, there you and go. now they have to go through that class. Make that guy take the exact same class. Yeah. There you go. You fucked around. You had an off moment that involved race. Now go take a class and learn about it. Yeah. And, and go from personally, there. Personally, <laughs> I would probably not – I would forgive but maybe not forget. Uh-huh. But, you know, if he was made to take 12 hours of classes and he went and did it and got his little certificate. And right. I'll keep watching his show. Let's just fucking move on, guys. Well, either way, Jesse Smollett, I'm sure after all of this, is just sitting there going like, God, I was such an idiot. <laughs> you know he is. You know he is. I truly think it was a lapse of judgment. Yeah, it I really do too. was. It was a, in my opinion, I can't prove this. I think it was a couple of guys sitting around bullshitting, maybe over some beers, saying, "Dude, if we fucking did this, your viewership would go up through the roof." You get, yeah. Think of all the people who would hear your name. Think and just a bad judgment uh-huh. of, oh, let's fucking do it. And, you know, they didn't get away with it. So. Oh, Jussie Smollett, you crazy <sighs> man. What a time to be alive. One thing that bothers me about the whole Jussie Smollett, not even the Smollett situation in general, but more so of Trump's, like, calling to it, uh-huh. is because just as, you, just as you said a couple minutes ago, this is something that I think we're going to be seeing through to the end, yes, regardless of where it goes. And okay, just again, just as you said, set a bar, know where the boundaries are. But I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of other important things happening in the world and everybody's just going to be reporting on what the fuck Jesse Smollett is doing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it would be like if the news could turn this into the new the new age OJ Simpson trial. Yeah. If, the, if the news could turn into yeah. that, they would sell so much commercial time. Because yes. everyone would tune in to see if OJ's going to get away with it again. Mm-hmm. Except it's not OJ. It's just a cliche yeah. moment of it's another race who would be getting away with something. <laughs> um, yeah, the news is disgusting, and they would totally spin that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they would love to keep this whole thing going, get as many politicians involved as possible, yeah. blow it up. And then put all their reporters on it, dude, mm-hmm. and have America tune in. And that, and that would be what America became, where the politicians and the celebrities are fucking start clashing. Oh, dude. And- <laughs> I was pretty young. So, I mean, we were both pretty young for O.J. Simpson. But do you, yeah. you remember it? You no, remember the whole, I, I, the, whole, I, the whole fucking ordeal? No, I actually don't. No? Yeah. I, I know my parents were watching it and stuff, but, I mean, it wasn't until I was older until I was like, oh, that happened when I was, you know, like seven Right. Whatever, but. It was a big deal, man. It yeah. Was a really, really big deal. Oh, yeah. And he's he's in prison now, isn't he? O.J. Simpson? Not for something f- else? Not for that trial. And I don't well, know not for that. I don't know if he's yeah, in prison. But, I, 
But I, I think he was later brought back to court for other things. Did you know O.J. Simpson was supposed to be the Terminator? I did not know that. Yeah, so he was actually set to be the Terminator, you know, instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> the Juice was going to be the Terminator? The Juice was going to be the Terminator, what? dude. Yeah. And he, uh, <laughs> he, had, he had already at this point done a couple movie roles. My dad actually owns one of the movies that he really likes. It's called, uh, I think it's called like Hangar 18 or something like that. But uh, but really? anyways, but yeah, he started to break out no into idea. acting. And then right before they were going to start doing shooting on Terminator, that's when the whole oj simpson trials happened and he was convicted oh. for murder and yeah so then we got arnold <laughs> we got arnie arnold <laughs> well i would just be very very disappointed in everyone quite frankly yeah. if we tried to turn this into the next oj simpson thing uh, because I don't. nothing even close to murder happened guys yeah um calm down, calm down. <laughs> take your shoes off Sit down, relax. Well, it's not that it's not like it was that time. And it's so it's interesting that so like you just sat there and you were like, guys, calm down. It's not that big of a deal. Uh And what I think is interesting about that is I think that's how a lot of people are like treating this is like, oh, everyone needs to stop overreacting about this. But really, just in, just in my observations through the different social media platforms I'm on, surprisingly, this isn't anything that I feel like your regular Joe Schmoes are really caring about at all. Even like there's, you know, you have some Twitter people who are commenting about it a lot and stuff. But for the most part, it really feels like it's just the media pushing it the media and saying like, it. this is happening, this is happening. Whereas I think most people like you and I are just like, well, whatever, you know, it sucks that it happened. It sucks that we've reached this point, but. I mean, honestly, it's like, it's just an ultimate case of like, shame on him. You know, <laughs> yeah. shame on you. That was shitty. Mm-hmm. But like, we're not going to put you in jail for it. No. Go keep making your show. He's worth a lot more to everyone making the show than he is in behind bars, isn't he? Yeah, well, I think. So just I don't think do that. I think there's no point now. I think Empire's basically done. They've plummeted so much in ratings oh. since this whole situation now, which really sucks, you know? See, I think in that case, sorry to cut you off, I okay. think in that case, the show Empire should be able to sue him for yeah. slander. I think even though he didn't directly slander the name Empire, mm-hmm. he slandered his own name, and he was such a big part of the name Empire. Well, I think it should be indirect. Well, I, I actually do agree with you, and I was just going to say that it's such a shame because you have one of these actors that does something stupid like this. It fucks everyone yeah, up. Yeah, it's dude. like you don't understand. They are like, all making money. Yeah, you, we're not, and we're not just talking about the millionaire actors who are actually acting in the, the show. There's a lot of people behind the scenes Yeah, too, you're, dude. you're talking about the, the directors, you're talking about the producers, the, all the grips, the art departments, the PAs. Dude, they've already made contracts with the studios yeah. for multiple years. They already have... It's a huge endeavor that mm-hmm. just goes belly up. Yeah. And I agree that it should still go belly up. It's mm-hmm. a capitalist system. If people don't want to watch it, it shouldn't be subsidized in any way. Right. But they should totally have the power to sue the shit out of him and get their fucking money back that they paid him. I agree. Because we're not paying you to destroy our show. We're paying mm-hmm. you to make the show better. Yeah. I If I owned Empire, I mm-hmm. would be pissed. Yeah. Because they had a good thing going, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think that's totally wrong to say that one person can just 
upend a whole company. No, I I agree. Well, a whole show, like I right, I, right, a whole show. Yeah, I I do agree with you full heartedly. I I think he should absolutely be able to. You should be able to sue him for slander when you're that big and you have that big of an impact on a show that you were on by making a stupid decision. Well, it's like, okay, yeah. well, you just fucked over everybody with their jobs. So, but we kind of visited <clears throat> this with um. I forget which movie it was, but recently it was the the lead actress who didn't want to take any questions from anyone. Oh, Brie Larson for right, right. Captain Marvel, yeah. And later on, the movie did well, but at first, immediately, there was a little bit of a backlash against the movie right. because of the comments the actress made. Yeah. So they took a little bit of a personal thing against her and put it onto the whole movie. Right. At least at first. Later on, it ended up doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of visited that on the podcast at the time yeah. where I said, I asked, you know, can can they sue her? Can, mm-hmm. And at least at that level of what she had done, we kind of came to the agreement that no, not really. Well, I think the only time being able, like in that case, in a case of like indirect slander, I guess you can call it, right, is right. instead, like I feel like a law would have to be broken. So like in the Jesse Smollett case, he broke a law. He bro- oh, that's which, a good distinction. Which caused, you know, this crash of the show. Right. Whereas Brie Larson was just speaking her mind. She just had a, a, an opinion that others didn't believe. Yeah, exactly. And the thing was, it, now it would have been one thing if Brie Larson was saying like, oh, there's not enough female power in this movie. You know, there needs to be, and that made the sales plummet. Well, now you're you're directly insulting the movie you were in. So if they were to sue her because uh-huh. she says, I will only take questions from a multiracial group of people. Uh-huh. That's her belief. She didn't break any laws. Correct. So if they sue her for that, they are actually discriminating on her. Yes. Which they can't do. And basically you're helping her case at that point. Right. Yeah. Because now you're discriminating. But they wouldn't be discriminating against Smollett because he actually broke a law. Exactly. So now it's not discrimination. Now it's punishment. Yes, exactly. Very good distinction. And I really, I'm with you on that. I, I, think, I that's, think that's what it would be. Yeah, I mean, I think it would have to. But uh, but like I said, you know, the, obviously that line gets drawn when you're like talking shit about the movie. So I know uh, Shia LaBeouf, when he yeah, did, he's pretty vocal. Mm-hmm. He's he's very vocal. Fantastic actor. I, I think. think he's a fantastic actor, also. But have you noticed how you haven't really seen him in anything, you know, as of late? That is kind of true. So you want to know when that change happened? Did he open his mouth a little too much? A little too much. Uh-oh. And it's actually an older movie. I don't think people realize he's been out of the spotlight for so like long. Or something? No, uh, Kingdom of Crystal Skull, the Indiana Jones movie. Oh the fourth yeah. One they made. yeah. Oh, that was the last time I've seen him. Yeah. So yeah. what? So what happened in there? The wow. the way I haven't actually seen the interview. I think it got pulled. I don't think you can like watch it because it was slander against the movie. Oh, whereas really? yeah, whereas obviously he played a big part in there. It's a Spielberg movie. He first was pretty of all. much a lead role in that movie. Yeah, exactly. Or arguably a lead. And alongside Harrison Ford, one right. of the big names. And it was like, a good movie. I went and saw it in the theater. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it for what it, it was. It was the cheesiest you know? of the Indianas, but yeah. I liked it as the movie. I good. would argue Temple of Doom was the cheesiest. I love Temple of Doom. But you shut your mouth when you talk I'm to me. I'm not saying you can't love it. I love the Temple of Doom. But it's fucking cheesy. Cheesy as fuck. But like, okay, but, anyway. But anyways, right. but I I guess when he was on one of the press <laughs> tours uh, for Kingdom of Crystal Skull, at one point he 
spoke ill of the movie. Right. You know, in some way, shape, or form. And there were reports, some article that I read that said that at one point Harrison Ford like went up to Shia LaBeouf and was like, Ooh, no, no, like little boy. You fucked up. Yeah. He was like, You no little boy, you've made I think a little uh, boy was specifically it was like something he called up or something. I would totally see it. Um I do th- I don't know a lot, a lot about Shia LaBeouf, mm-hmm. but I do know he got really big as I was growing up. Yeah. Okay. He. Ca- I saw him come up day one, mm-hmm. and I've up until now. So, okay. Even so we've seen his now, whole yeah. career, right? And he has always been fantastic. Uh huh. He's up there. I would put him at the same level of any of the greats, honestly, personally, mm-hmm. with Leo, with any of them. Honestly, I would he too. Is I think he's great. One of the yeah. greatest actors ever. Not a, However, not a dick person, but you exactly. know, exactly, it's a <laughs> Good Jim Carrey kind of deal. In yes. that, there's so many stories of him being very pompous, uh-huh. so grandiose, like. He's really fucking good, and he knows he's really fucking good. Right. And he wants you to treat him that way. I never met the guy, so I could be totally speaking out of yeah. turn here. But well, I've I've heard a lot of things like that about Shia. He's kind of got the the Andrew Warhol syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. So Andrew Warhol was, you know, good he was example. he was just a very you know pompous, uh-huh. like I'm an artist in every way, shape, and form kind of guy, right? Right. Whereas I, that's kind of what like Shia LaBeouf tries to do. So he had a uh, he he did this live stream a few years ago where it was him in a theater mm-hmm. and he was watching all of his movies from the from the, like the first one he did up to the last one he did. Right. And it was continuous. And it was the live stream was just a camera on him in this theater and anybody could walk in at any point and just sit down and watch the movies with him, you know, and people. So but you could see people coming up to him and saying, like, hey, pleasure to meet you. And you'd say thank you. But it was literally just like it, it ended up being a little over a day. Oh, wow. To get through all of his movies of him just sitting there and watching his movies. Jeez. You know, and you couldn't even see the movies that were playing or there wasn't even was any just list. Him. Just him sitting there. Wow. Watching the movies, but so he does shit like that. You know, he was in a music. He's video. kind of indie. Like I don't know, Very indie's the only way I can think of to. Explain but like, it. Pom- but just as you said, like pompous indie though. Yes. You know, like I'm such an artiste. Well, and the issue is that he is. Mm-hmm. Like, he can back it up, mm-hmm. but it, no one is irreplaceable. Anyone in the world is replaceable. Yeah. And he found out that the hard way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. kind of what you're saying. It, he went a little too far, and now the movie was not the most best received movie in the first place. No, no, Indiana no. Jones. Um, that's why you also so never saw him in Transformers. Ever. Well, I think actually it was Transformers after Kingdom Skull, uh, Crystal Skull. I'm pretty sure that was before. Before? Pretty sure. Okay, I th- I thought sure. so also, but I couldn't I couldn't remember because maybe the last one he did was like the third because I know he only did the first three. He's not even in the latest Transformers, is he? No, like I said, I think he was only in the first three, and then the fourth one. I think they took Megan Fox out of it too, didn't they? They took both. Well, they took her out of the third one, so it's not even Transformers anymore. No, so now Mark Wahlberg's like the main person. (laughs) They got the Wallster. Yeah, he was fucking Wall Street. Yeah, he was in like the last two. I I love Mark Wahlberg. I love Mark Wahlberg. You know, honestly, I'm gonna tell you, Adam. What's up? I love to hate Mark Wahlberg. I could see that. I, I love that. to hate him the same way I love to hate Matt Damon. You love and hate Matt Damon? I love to hate Matt Damon. So I think I under I understand, I think, Mark Wahlberg, uh-huh. but why Matt Damon? 
the same reason as Mark Wahlberg. They're just one in a kind to me. Really? They just try to be each other, in my opinion. Listen, young, dumb, full of opinions. I understand <laughs> I am not in the majority here, and I fully accept that, guys. I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm probably wrong. Just the way I see things, they're both easily mistakenable for each other's kind of roles. You could interchange mm, the two, guess, and they're going to fucking yeah. nail it in each other's movies. Uh-huh. Um, they both try to be kind of serious, but just can't. They're just not the greatest at it. Well, I so I feel like Matt Damon is in that. And the reason why I wouldn't put Matt Damon on with like Mark Wahlberg in, in that same level mm-hmm. is because I feel like Matt Damon is somebody who I think – because I do agree with you. I've never seen Matt Damon in a role yet that has really, like, wowed me, right? You know, I've, I have found him entertaining. Right. He's good at playing the kind of roles that he does. But I also agree, interchangeable, right? He's good at getting the roles he gets. But I do think that g- given the right role, if Matt Damon would just accept the right role for him, I do think Matt Damon has the potential to wow us in a performance. Whereas I do not feel Mark Wahlberg has that potential to like really wow you in a performance. You see what I mean? You know, Mark Wahlberg couldn't even do 10 chin-ups. He was on Oprah or something like Oprah Ellen, one of those. And they brought a chin-up bar out. Yeah, he looks all big and buff Uh and crazy huge, huh? Yeah, he can't even do 10 chin-ups in a row. I find that really hard to believe. I know, so did me and my uncle. We were like, whoa. I mean, even if you... I would have to watch the video because I'm really having a hard time believing that. I know. Because I feel so like I. we're going to have to – I'll have to look it up afterwards. Yeah, no. He's not as strong as he looks. Because I feel like even if you – even if you were to go your entire like working out career, uh-huh. never doing a pull-up or a chin-up and just doing you know, whatever Bro, free you couldn't do kind 10 of chin-ups shit. right now. I could do 10 chin-ups. No, you can't. Not Absolutely. in a row. No, you fucking couldn't. Absolutely, I could. I, we are going to – I have – literally, I have a chin-up bar. We're going to do this after the podcast. Okay, I'll bet you money. I will literally bet you any amount of money you want. You can't do 10 full chin-ups in a row. Okay. That's hard, bro. Okay. That's fucking hard to do 10 chin-ups. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't promise wait to see it, you I can't. I'll tell you what, guys. I'll record it. Maybe we'll put it in a vlog one day <laughs> because Adam's not going to be able to do it. <laughs> uh, it sounds really easy, but chin-ups are a bitch. So I mean, anyway, they're a bitch, but I still think that. Is, um, I just, I don't know. They're not my they're not my faves, mm-hmm. but I enjoy all of their movies. Right. This is why I say I love to hate them right. because when I find out that they're in a movie I'm watching, I have that moment of fuck yes mm-hmm. because now I know I can make fun of the rest of the movie. Uh-huh. Like it's that kind of thing. I get I truly get enjoyment out of mm-hmm. watching them, just not from their performance. Right. It's I don't know. Ted was a great movie. I fucking love Ted. <laughs> Hilarious. But that, but that's how I feel too. And I'm I've like Mark Wahlberg definitely is more hits than or more uh, misses than hits for me, right? For so sure. It's like but aren't they both? Well, I would, but way more Mark Wahlberg to me than Matt Damon. So Matt Damon was Interstellar, right? Yeah. Matt okay. Was he was he was the asshole. Yeah. In Interstellar. Uh huh. Totally, I was with the entire movie. Right. And then I had the moment, I saw him, because uh-huh. they don't tell you right away he's in it. Right. You see him, and I, I had the moment on the couch. I was uh-huh. like, oh, fuck yes, he's in this movie. Uh-huh. I'm going to get to make fun of the rest of it. And sure enough, he didn't fail me. It was so <laughs> mediocrely done. He literally, he was such a cliche jerk. Uh-huh. Everything he did was so cliche. You saw it coming a mile away. Uh-huh. And it's not just, oh, poor scripting, guys. It's not like he was right. given a bad script. 
the way he presented the whole thing was just obvious, uh-huh. super obvious. No anticipation, no leading you or making you want more. Uh-huh. No, just he pushed the guy over and ran away. Right. Was like, oh, I'm gonna steal your spaceship now. Oh, <laughs> oh shit, I didn't listen. Now I blew right. up. Like, ah. Uh, Love the movie. Just the performance was bleh. No, and so so again, like, so that goes back to the point of life. I'm like, so harsh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm such a harsh. It's okay. Critic. You're just you're just full of opinions and young and dumb, and young and dumb. But like, <laughs> because that's that's one of those roles that I agree with you with that you could really interchange like Mark Wahlberg for Matt totally. Damon that role, right? But I but I personally would still prefer to see Matt Damon in that role than Mark Wahlberg. You know what? You're right. I'm actually going to agree with you on that. You know. I hadn't put that thought together. It's, they could both play the same role, but. But you would much rather see Damon rather over Wahlberg, right? I would rather see Damon right? do it. Yeah. Even in Ted, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'd honestly rather see Damon in And Ted. I think the reason that is, is because. He's probably busy making Interstellar. Is <laughs> because Matt Damon, I feel, has more potential to wow you. And I think every time you see one of his movies, you're okay. like, all right, maybe this is the maybe one. Maybe this is the one. <laughs> Whereas Mark, you're like, not going to happen. You know what? you're getting with Mark. You know what you're getting. You know? Matt Damon, we always have hope for. You know okay. Touche, my friend. I think you've defended him well this day. Thank you. Thank you. Mark but... Wahlberg. Def- <laughs> 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 or whatever, Matt Damon. Defended. <laughs> defended. <laughs> did you ever see that movie with, speaking of Mark Wahlberg, did you ever see that movie oh, he was in called The Happening? It sounds familiar. It was like an M. Night Shyamalan film. The guy, same guy. <laughs> I can never Come pronounce. again? Give, give me that one more time, Adam. Give me that one That's more time. That's how I always pronounce it because he, he has his last name. I just it never pronounced it sounded like you correctly. were speaking tongues but like whispering it to me. The director's name is like M. Night Shalayaman or something like that. He has a last name I can never pronounce correctly. Well, what was the movie about? But, but anyways, but the movie is uh, – so let me name off some of the movies this guy's done first because I think you've seen some of them. He did Signs. Oh, uh, yeah. So Signs. Uh, the sixth, it's Wahlberg, right? Yeah. Uh, well, no, Wahlberg didn't do signs. The director did signs. Oh, is what I'm okay. saying. Got you. He I'm also following. did uh, the Sixth Sense. Okay, the I see dead people movie. Right, signs guy did the Sixth Sense. Really, mm-hmm. you did the village. Well, he lost he's, he's his touch on signs, I guess. But uh, so you can you obviously get a feel of what the kind of movie. Yeah, is gotcha, he does, gotcha. Right? He tries to make things you have to go back and watch again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he did this movie called <laughs> The Happening with Mark Wahlberg, and regretted it ever since. <sighs> I don't think he regretted it, but the 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 plot of the story isn't even important. The point is, it was like a serious role, uh-huh. so they put Mark Wahlberg, and he was like like a science teacher, you know. And they were trying to escape this like plague that was making people kill themselves. And I think this, I did see this movie. Yeah, it came I think out I did years ago. Years I don't ago. remember any of it, but I feel like. Yes, I did see this. But, like, that was a role where, like, Bar- I watched – I was, like, anxious to see Mark Wahlberg in a more serious-esque kind of role, and I watched do, it. Adam? I was like, oh, God, you can't do this, Mark Wahlberg. No. It's like, don't don't try. He's, like, the biggest A for effort. We just love yeah. him so much for the effort. We're like, all right, try again. You know what movies I really – And he's pretty beautiful, too. He's a good-looking man. He is a beautiful he's a good-looking looking man. man. Yes. One, movies I do really enjoy watching Mark Wahlberg in are, like – war movies where he's playing a soldier i think he plays a soldier oh. very well and i've he's do, done it a few times now do you know one off, off the top of your head? Uh, you know i, I totally I, trust you that he yeah, did i'm not trying to like he's he's done you. um 
one particular I think he, he's done a few I know for sure that I've seen that I really like but the one that I think I can remember the name of was called like Three Kings I think he did with Ice Cube and I want to say George Clooney was in it also I feel like I remember this movie too yeah okay but uh, he did another one that was about like uh, I don't know what you would call it but like a group of like 12 soldiers but they're like in a like they're always together. Like a, like a platoon? Yeah, like a platoon. Okay, like, sure. And it was about, uh, it was like a true story where they basically defended some area and were getting like picked off one by one. Did he have like a really dramatic dying scene? No, actually, he survived. No, he survived? Yeah, he survived. Oh, I thought for but, sure they tried to give him a dramatic, like, my legs got blown off. Right, no, nothing like that. But oh, wow. but again, he played a soldier in that, too. And I, I would have to say that he's phenomenal at playing a soldier. Every movie I see him in where he plays a soldier, I think that's his, like... That's his calling to play a soldier. You know who I really like hmm. as a soldier who's done it a couple times, but is not really known as being a soldier. Who um, is Brad Pitt? The so the only one I can think of where he's played a soldier was Inglorious Bastards. There was also a tank movie that was pretty big. I forget oh, what it was called. Where I he know was what, a tank commander. I know what you're thing. talking about. Um, yeah. yeah, Shia LaBeouf was in that movie, wasn't he? I think Shia was in that. That might have been the most recent. Was the LaBeouf in it? I think he was, yeah. Was he in it? I think so. I think you're right. I think he was. Holy shit, I think you're right. I think he totally I think was he had in a it. stash or something. Yeah, I think you're it. totally yeah. right, bro. Yeah. yeah. So All I right. think that was actually so Buff the most got himself into that movie. one. Yeah. I don't even know if that movie was really, it had to have been in the theaters, but I didn't watch it in the theaters. Yeah, I'm not, I think that was done by a big director also, but I can't, I mean, I can't think of who it the director like a, was. It was like a big, lots of big name movie, but it didn't become a big thing. Yeah, a lot of A-listers. That but... just didn't be a good, but it was a great movie. I remember seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he plays, um, Brad Pitt always plays a very like snooty, mm-hmm. like um, uh, almost a cocky kind of soldier, you mm-hmm. know, like his Inglorious Bastards role. Right, He right. very much took that same kind of feeling into the tank movie role, I, th- gotcha. I, I think anyway. Okay. I feel that he did. So um, I kind of like that. Yeah. I like like the the sort of jerk off hero. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The hero who's kind of a dick about it. Right. I, I personally I really ya. like that. I feel yeah. Um, so I think he does a good job of doing that. Yeah. There's. I feel like there's very few act. You know what? I go. This goes back to Matt Damon. The war movies made me think about this. One movie I did see Matt Damon in that I thought he did phenomenal in, and he didn't really play a big part either, but he did have a couple key scenes I really liked him in was Saving Private Ryan. I actually really liked him in Saving Private Ryan. He was even Damon had, in that? Yeah, he, he was Private Ryan. He was the one they were trying to find. He was the one they were trying to save. He was Private Ryan, yeah. wasn't he? But I remember he How had... How did I forget that? Oh, no, I oh, forgot it, Oh, because it's him. Too. He's super forgettable. <laughs> it's a Spielberg movie, How though. the fuck That's did a Tom we forget movie. Ryan... Private Ryan <laughs> from Saving Private Ryan. How the fuck did we forget that? It's the most famous war movie ever made. I know. And he, but he had And he managed to be forgotten. I didn't forget him. I think we just forgot about the movie in general. Because Tom Hanks was in that too. So and Tom Hanks isn't forgettable by any means. Yeah, but means. if you had brought up Tom Hanks and Soldier, it would have been the first thing I thought of. I guess touche. But to be fair, we weren't talking about Matt Damon and Soldier, we were talking about Wahlberg and Soldier. But Fair anyways, I just, thought he, I just thought he did well in that. You're, do, you're like a fucking defense lawyer tonight. I've, you're killing it. I have my moments. You're I have my moments. Jossie Smollett, call me. I'll help you out, bro. Oh. <laughs> that was... Or not. Um, all right. Well, people are going to listen to this. That's fine. <laughs> 
You know what? Make make your own opinions, guys. Just make we your sure own opinions. Do. We sure do. We sure do. But yeah, I liked I liked Matt Damon in Saving Private Ryan. I thought that movie was had fantastic. A good one there. Yeah. So I remember that was one of the first movies that I saw with surround sound. Mm. Um, Back That's in the day, <laughs> we didn't used to always have the sound surrounding us. Um, it used to just come out of the front of the TV, and that's it. The way you said it. Yeah, right. it didn't used to surround us in the whole room. And then one day, they made this thing, and it cost like $1,000. Yeah. And they're like, here's 84 speakers, and you can pin them all over your fucking room mm-hmm. with actual nails and hammers and wood. <laughs> and once they're up there, you can hear the sound all around you. Yep. And we'll call it surround sound. Well, my uncle did this, and he spent, like, God knows how long setting up his entire living room. They were coming from different directions. He had a tape measure out and was, like, measuring the fucking diameters of the circles and the Uh fuck. Threw Saving Private Riot on, dude. And there's a scene in the movie where... They're in, like, the, the blown-up town they're going to have the big uh, fight in. Uh-huh. And in the beginning, there's, like, a tank that's yeah. rolling up towards the town, right? Yeah. Well, that tank, it, like, zooms in on it at one point, and it's, like, just the, the tracks moving of the tank. Yeah. And it literally shook the whole fucking house, Adam. Oh it was amazing. Gosh. It was the first time that, I ha- like, the room shook around me because it was <laughs> happening on TV. And I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> this is intense. Oh my! I feel like I don't see a lot of people with surround sound anymore. Like if you go to somebody's house, like I feel like there was a time you went to somebody's house, and if they were like a little more well off, or sometimes not even, you know, you they'd always have you'd see some kind of surround sound system. And I just don't. I feel like I don't see that anymore. I don't walk in the so houses. So I feel like speaker technology has just changed. Yeah. And now I feel like it, it doesn't. There's no choice to not have it be surround sound. I feel like all speakers just make surround sound now. Well, if the if the sound's just coming straight from your TV, it's not surround sound. Well, it is if it bounces it all around. I don't know. Well, that's not how it works, but I... If it bounces <laughs> it from behind you, then it surrounds you. No, well, no. The whole point of surround sound is the diff- different speakers uh, make different only specific sounds Maybe it's audible. Maybe because HD. Maybe we're in the world of HD now, so it doesn't need to be all around you because it's high definition sound. Because the whole point of surround Which sound d- is makes like makes no sense to me either. Well, how the, can the definition of sound be high? What, is, what the fuck is the definition of sound? Well, I get the definition of picture. Right. Totally with you there. Mm-hmm. How? What are we doing to change the definition of sound? So I don't know how we're doing it, but I, I definitely know. I mean, it's the same way if you go back and listen to older music. It's going to sound a lesser quality no, 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 than no, no, no. listen to new music. I understand the quality. How are we shoving more? Well, in visual, it's pixels. Right. You use pixels, right? Uh-huh. So that the, you're shoving more pixels into it, which makes I it go up, right? So gotcha. high definition. You're uh-huh. defined high amount. What are you shoving more of into the sound to turn it into high definition sound? Yeah. It's just a better quality speaker. There's no high definition. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I kn- so I know there's a way. I know there's I know something. they call it that. I and just, I know I'm not an expert. But I just have no clue what it is. I don't either, Adam. You know? And I'm not sure that anybody does. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone in the world does. I th- but what I want to say, though, is I think it's hurts. I think oh. it's how much hurts they're able to pump into, like, one file of audio. Is oh. what it is. Like there is actually pixels in audio, but they're just not pixels. Well, they're called something. hertz. Yeah. 
Oh. So I think that's if what that's it the is. case, then I certainly look rather stupid. <laughs> but I could be wrong. But... I hope you're wrong for my sake. <laughs> but I do think I'm sure that's... they're typing furiously, letting us know right now. <laughs> like Kyle, let us know. I'm sure you know the answer to Kyle this. Kyle already one. he already commented. <laughs> you don't have to ask him. He knows. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm sure there's something they're doing to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They paid someone course. a lot of money to invent it. Yeah, so. of course. But I just—it's always baffled me. High definition. Fuck you. <laughs> what, what are you defining? It's speak, speaking of high definition. Do you remember? Do you remember like the first time your parents got like a high definition TV and you got to see that difference? Like, so but, do you mean like a flat TV? Not like a flat TV, but there was a point where like uh, I I specifically remember of like news stations were doing this, right? So first they were releasing movies in high definition, right? You could buy the standard definition or the high definition version, You mean like 1080p? Yeah, yeah, at the time. 1080? Yeah, that was the highest I think at the time. And then – and then so – but you couldn't see the high definition unless you had a TV that was powerful enough to be able to right. you know, reflect the high definition. So I remember there was a time when like news channels were doing that. So you could watch the standard definition of the news station. Yes, and then they had, I like, remember this. You know, like, there was an HD channel. Yeah. Duplicate channel but HD. But so HD. So DirecTV and Satellite TV did that too. Yeah. I remember those days. So the development – the first TVs I remember were the big, heavy-ass tube TVs. Yeah, yeah And they yeah, had yeah. the bulb glass. Yes. Fr- this was like rounded glass in the it front. It was usually like a square, you know. It was a big square, but yeah. then when you looked at it, it wasn't flat glass. It was like bulb. Yes, it I was know like, exactly what okay. you're talking about. That was years and years and years and years. Then there was a really small time period, maybe uh-huh. a year to two years, where the same big-ass bulky TVs, they just flattened the glass uh-huh. on the front of it. So it wasn't a flat it, – it was a quote-unquote flat-screen TV. Yeah. But yeah. really, it was a big, bulky tube TV, yeah. and the glass was flat. I had one of those, too. Yeah. I remember those. Mm-hmm. Then that was pretty quickly switched out for the, like, entry-level the plasmas, L- the, the LSD old, like, or LSD. LSD, LSD. Uh, L- LCD. LCD. LCDs go, yeah. and the plasmas. And I remember back then, for a long time, plasmas, you couldn't look at them from the side. It right. would just look black. You had to look at them straight on for yeah. them to, to work. Which is always annoying, yeah. It was just weird. I don't think it's that way anymore. No, not anymore. Um, so I remember all that, and I do remember um, when all the channels were not in HD. Mm-hmm. So even if you had, um, like when HDMI cables did come out, right. at first, even if you had that, you weren't getting high definition. Because no one broadcasted in high definition. You had to get a DVD or something like you said, right. and have that specifically. Then they started broadcasting HD, mm-hmm. but it wasn't all the channels. Right. And they had specifically like a duplicate channel that would be the HD one. Well, and then you couldn't even watch the HD unless you had a TV that was capable of exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. You could turn it on, but it wouldn't look any different. It'd be the same thing. So, so yeah, I, I remember all that. So, the, yeah, so the, the only reason why I brought it up was just be just a random memory that came because I remember the day that we got high definition, you know, and of course the second they set it up, I remember, you know, we were going back and forth from like one of the HD channels to the standard channel. And it was just like, ah, you were just in awe of how good the picture fucking looked. I think it was the difference of 480 and 1080. Yeah, exactly. I think it skipped 720. And now I think it's just so funny now (laughs) where you look at like 
something that's 1080 or just high definition. And, you know, we have fucking, there's YouTube channels that put out content that are in 4K now. 4K. You know, and it's just like, just mind-blowing where yes, we've got it's 2044 so, yeah i think i that's think correct. it went from 1080 to 2044 <laughs> it like just that. jumped right up there <laughs> um, i don't think that a lot of people can even see it anymore and i'm sure there's uh, everyone's gonna argue no you can see the difference. you can see well your I don't eyes know, man i so well like one of the things i think is pointless is they've talked about oh they're gonna come out with 8k tvs right but you're not going to see the difference. One thing that I learned in film school, well, you're you're correct. You're not going to see the difference because one thing I learned in film school is that our eyes can't see past 5K. 5K is real life. So 5K is real life. So if you right. get to 5K, that's it. So, so if anything, you're going to diminish the quality as you go higher in quality because our brain is going to see it as foreign. It's going to look weird to our brain. No, I don't think it's the quality is going to diminish. I think it's just literally if you look at a 5K TV and then next to it's an 8K TV, I think they're just going to look exactly the same you to you. Won't be able to yeah, see you're just it's like when you try to go over 60 frames per second. Right. There are a few eyeballs out there who can do it, mm -hmm. but the human eye just physically can't see 100 frames per second. Right. That just you it's not going to look like anything different than 70. Exactly. I, I, I'm pretty sure that no human can go past like 70 frames right. per second, dude. You'd have to have a fucking bionic eyeball. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One mean, day. <laughs> you're, you're branching into slow motion and shit at that point. When exactly. You start to put too many frames into it. Like, no, no. Exactly. So, yeah, the technology will certainly surpass our bodies. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't even know that you could put a bionic eyeball in and see further. Because I think your brain is the is the processor. Your brain is the computer that the eyeball or the camera would be attached to. Right. So no matter how good your camera is, it can't go faster th than your processor on your computer can go. Well, yes and no. So I, I think your your brain's job when it comes to like looking at stuff is just to say what's the eyeball looking at, right? That, that's mm -hmm. literally what they do. Oh, the eyeball's looking at this. Okay. I think if you did something like a bionic eye, it would work the same way as like well a camera lens does. Right. So like a camera lens, you know, I can you can be standing across the room. I can focus on you, and then I can zoom in all the way. I mean, I can even I even have a zoom lens. Right? I can zoom in really close on you from very far away. Right. You know, but but you're still going to get the same kind of like focus quality as you're getting from back there. You're only going to get the same kind of lighting quality that you're getting from back where the camera is. Right. So I think if you're able to do it with a camera, you're going to be able to do it with like a bionic eye. It's just your brain's going to process the information differently. But even if you take it in at an 8K level, right. your brain will process it down to 5K. Well, your, your brain can't go past that 5K. Well, there's still only so much, so Supposedly. far you can go, but I mean, but that's the whole point with lenses and the reason why they're curved. Or maybe you can. I mean, if you could make a lens that is mm -hmm. superior to the human eye, right? Then, I mean, who's to say that the brain couldn't doesn't have the capacity mm -hmm. to make a better quality image that you see? Right. Well, and I think it, maybe the lens is what's stopping it. So I, I think what you would get. So, so you're talking about like def, like seeing in def, as different definitions, not necessarily seeing something that's far away. Different right. definitions. So okay. seeing things crisper. Okay, so what I could your brain make a 10K image if you were capable <clears throat> of 
in taking 10K through your eyes. Gotcha. So I don't think, uh, just as you said, I think you'd get to 5K in your brain and be like, nope, you can't see past that, right? Right. But what I think your brain could do or what these bionic eyes could do is the same thing that we get with like what we're able to do with Instagram filters is we can take the real image and we can say sharpen it, take down the highlight, up the contrast. And if you up the contrast, you're upping the color of everything. So you can give this kind of illusion of a crisper picture. It's the same thing that happens in editing when you're doing color correction. You can make it easier for the eye to see what it is. Yeah. Yes. I, I... I can see that, you know, but it's, but you're right. As far as seeing like past 5k, you're not going to be able to do that, but you can make a picture crisper and more. I mean, I, some sunglasses do that right now. You know, you can uh, put on sunglasses and it will make the colors more vibrant for you. And they call it seeing in high yes. definition, you know, quote unquote. Yes. But. I'm just, the, the reason I was kind of quiet there for a second, I was staring off. You guys can't see our <laughs> podcast, but I had a little 30 second moment where I was just kind of staring up into the corner uh-huh. and Adam was kind of looking at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so what I'm thinking in my head is I'm trying to equate it to hearing okay. and hearing aids. Okay. Okay. So we already have this sense of hearing. Right. And if you, we can make an electronic ear, uh-huh. which is a hearing aid, right? It, it essentially just amplifies everything that's already happening. I, I think it's, I think it's like if you look at it like a microphone, in order to pick up something that might be a little farther away, what do we do? We turn up the gain. Turn up the gain. You're going to get a little more fuzziness, but you're going to be able to hear it. So now they can go a step further with hearing aids mm-hmm. where they can take someone who cannot hear at all. Yes. And they can connect the hearing aid, the technology. Mm-hmm. They can connect that to the actual part of the brain, the tissue of the brain that is for hearing. Uh-huh. And that artificial connection will work the same way that neurons would work. Right. That, that a neuro connection would work. Right. So we can artificially kind of make a cyborg in that sense. We can take someone who does not have the capability to hear. The wires are broken. Mm -hmm. We can put an artificial wire and an artificial eardrum and Mm -hmm. make their ear work. Mm -hmm. But what we can't do is give them supersonic hearing. The brain will only register as much level of hearing as it is bioengineered to register. Okay. It's not like you have Birdman's hearing mm-hmm. available in your brain and your ears only soak in so much hearing. You can have the greatest robot ears in the world and that capacity, the maximum capacity doesn't change in your brain. Mm. I think. I, th- I think. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could definitely – so I know where you're coming from, you know, and the reason why I would call that more plausible than like the camera thing – is because we do not have, at least I don't think we have, you know, we don't have this technology where maybe on a higher scale of being able to like, if if I'm over here, you know, I I can't, you know, point a little satellite at my neighbor's house three doors down and be able to catch what they're saying through the wall, you know, right? That technology doesn't exist. But does the technology exist? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So if I was standing outside and I wanted to see what somebody three, four houses down was saying inside of their own home, you could point something there and hear it. How so? Yeah. I would figure like so, walls would like make that harder and shit like that. And well, they have literally, like you said, it's funny that you even described it as a satellite because well, they that's have what it literally is. Like that a little thing, thing that will work for commercial use. It will work like across the the driveway. Right. You know what I mean? But on a military level. Hmm. Yeah, they can take that same technology and kick it up to a military grade, and it will work. 
oh. a mile away, dude. Well, I mean, then I would argue if that exists, then you could you could be able to implant that into your ears somehow. And your brain would be able to register it? Absolutely. It's the same reason why we're able to register it now through third party of it doing it. So if our brains weren't able to register that sound when we were using this device, we wouldn't have been able to oh, hear wow. it. Because it would all it would do is just transfer the device or the information it's taking in, just like this device does, and just convert it into something your brain can understand, which is what the device does anyway. And your brain is definitely stronger than any computer we've yes. ever built by far, light years stronger than any computer. Correct. So anything a computer can do, in theory, your brain can do better. Yeah. So it almost is like your ears and your eyes are the hardware. And we yeah. are kind of limited by the hardware, mm -hmm. not the software. Oh, absolutely. Uh, not when, the brain. When, so maybe it is the eyes and the ears that are limiting us. I mean, when you think about it, it's kind of weird to think, but like all we really, everything we are, our personality, our being, the decisions we make is all just our brain. Yes. You know, everything else is just a fucking shell. We, all people are yes. is their brain. Literally everything else that is not your brain exists to keep your brain going. Yes. Everything else <laughs> is necessary for your brain. Your brain yes. doesn't really assist anything else. Everything assists your brain. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Not even your heart. Your heart assists your brain. It's just a pump that gets fresh blood to the brain. Mm -hmm. And your, your bone, your skeleton, it's just to move your brain around. Yeah. yeah, everything 100% is about the brain. So yeah, if you can make a computer do it, you can probably make your brain do it. It's just the way the information is converted into a way your brain can understand. You know, I'm going to have to agree with that. I'm going to have to logically, from what I know in life, the mm -hmm. information I've gathered, I'm going to have to agree that I think, in theory, you could give someone a bionic eye yeah. and they would be able to see perfect a mile away. Yeah. Your brain is capable of that. Mm -hmm. It's just the way they are. Crazy. Yeah. It's, wow, that's amazing. It's just the way your brain converts the information. Dude, we're going to fucking go extinct. Non-cyborgs. Once oh, there starts yeah. being cyborgs, dude, the people who don't do it, they're not. it's going to be natural selection, baby. How oh, could you possibly so compete with someone who can see a mile away? You can't. It's literally impossible to compete with that. You are can't. now superhuman. So do you think. So that is evolution right there. True. So do you think, uh, <laughs> oh, I had a really good question and then I fucking lost it. Uh, it Non-cyborgs are going to go extinct compared to oh, cyborgs. Oh, 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 okay. Here it is. Uh -huh. So we've, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on a podcast before, but I know we've talked about this off mic before where we've talked about like anytime somebody's tried to create artificial not artificial life as in like a robot, but like, you know, in a test tube or we've tried to combine animals yeah. together. You know how like life always finds a way to be like, nope, can't do that. Yeah, we've actually talked about that on podcast. Have we talked about that on podcast? Yeah. Yeah. How it won't let it go past a certain point. So do you think that'll be the same when it comes to like cyborg stuff? No, because it's not biological. It's technological. Okay, so you think that, but you, so you think that mixing the technological with the biological is okay. That's something we can do. Yes, but okay, interesting. Yes, on a large, like on a large scale, like because I'm not just talking about putting implants in your ears. I'm well, I don't think that there's a big difference between a cochlear implant and uh -huh. uh, a an, a bionic eyeball. Right. I think we've already shown that you could take technology and plug it into the brain, mm -hmm. and it will work the same way that a biological component plugged into the brain will work. What's hard is mm -hmm. is figuring out 
plugging it in and getting that correct every time over and over. Because you can do a lot of damage right. plugging stuff into the brain willy-nilly. <laughs> right. Um, but no, we've shown that in theory it can work. Um, okay. You can still you can still propagate. You could still have babies if you had a bionic ear right. or whatever. Um, I think you could even have a bionic uh, penis I and guess, still have it work. Yeah, it would be fine. I guess the way that I'm looking at because – what you're describing is like specific cases, right? I, I guess what I was thinking in my head was much more sci-fi of like, if we had the technology to make, you know, yourself 50% biological and 50% technological, well, do you think, think that's something? At that point, you've now changed all of human beings. I think that over the course of uh-huh. maybe two to three generations at the most, uh-huh. the non-cyborg people would just slowly be less and less and less. Mm. Um it would it would literally become natural selection. We we've now put in. We've evolved uh-huh. in the sense of we didn't turn into a new species, but we changed the physical aspect of our current species. Mm-hmm. And now, if you don't have that, you can't compete for resources to survive and thrive. Mm-hmm. And over time, you'll just be beaten out. That's how nature works. Um, so yeah. Uh, it's natural selection, in, in my opinion. It's not evolution. Right. But no, I think it'd be fine. I think that if we start taking chemicals and mm-hmm. putting them together inside of test tubes and we're able to find the perfect combination of chemicals mm-hmm. that starts spontaneous life, mm-hmm. um, if we could put a bunch of heart cells together and get them to spontaneously start beating and then create stuff around that make that kind of thing, mm-hmm. I think at that point is where nature won't let it go past a certain point. It will it will automatically die after a certain amount. Um, once it gets to a certain level of growth, there will be more mutations than it can handle, and it will die, or it will survive in its life, but won't be able to propagate and make babies. Gotcha. Um, that's just what life has proven up till now. Right. So you can't fuck with biology uh-huh. too much, but you can fuck with technology all you want. Hmm. Well, I guess I guess that was my point of just saying like you can't fuck with biology too much too much so like I, I would feel like if we got to a point where you're able to make you know like 50 percent of you robot and 50 percent of you human like i almost feel like at that point your body would start rejecting the machine the artificial parts of you you know because i mean i feel like that already happens now it's such a sketchy thing sometimes to get transplants and such because sometimes your body will just simply will reject it you know. so kind of what you're asking what if they made <laughs> an antibiotic that was not bacteria what if it was right. little microscopic robots little microscopic yeah, robot like submarines yeah. and they went inside you and they cleaned you up and they fought for you and then you just you know recycled them naturally in your waste right peed or pooped them out or mm-hmm. sneezed them out or whatever um i think in theory that would be fine mm. i think that you may have some people who just like can't do it kind well of just thing. the like... same way you have people who are allergic to penicillin right. their body just rejects that thing I think it's the same thing. You'd have people who are allergic to biotics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I can't see anything in theory of why it wouldn't be possible with the amount of knowledge that I have. I mean, honestly, I can't either. It was just it one kinda of those weirds things me out. of like, yeah. Like personally, it just kind of weirds me out a little bit. Yeah. Well, and it's just but. one of those things too where it's like, j- just as you said, I mean, we, we, we've never really seen it. You know, we have theories about it, but nobody's ever like really put into practice, to, you know, to the extent that we're talking about right. at least. Right. But I'm, you know, it's just interesting to us how 
as you said, biological life, you know, always finds a way to make sure artificial stuff does not happen. So it's like, can you really force it with bionics at that point? Or is at some well, point is your body just like, nope, this is too much. Stop it. You know, maybe I mean, we'll find out one without, day that can only go so far. <laughs> we, we are we are severely out of time here, folks. Yes. But without going too, too far, I'll just say life doesn't necessarily really want humans to create life. It's shown us this far. It doesn't want us to create. Touche. We can mutate life. We can change it. It just doesn't want us to create it. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. We hit a lot of different points on that we, one, Adam. We definitely did. Oh, my. Oof. All right, guys, we are uh, our in, uh, uh, we're 11 minutes over today of the podcast time. Uh, good podcast. Good podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Always appreciate our listeners. Remember to follow us on all the social media platforms. Uh, as you heard us talk about at the beginning of this, we do have an update coming up soon. We just finished the footage. just in the editing stage. You will get, bef- get it before April 1st, probably at this point just March 31st, so look out for that. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for all the love and support, guys. Matthew, any final thoughts? Uh, You guys are gorgeous and amazing and just keep being gorgeous and amazing. Mm -hmm. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Bye-bye, guys. Bye.